Woman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. Melody wishes she could be here, but she texted me earlier that she spent 25 minutes in the bathroom while her three-year-old refused to poop. So, we're having pretty equal nights. Coming up. Connecting Halifax with laughs. Uh, well, we hope. We think those are laughs. Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. Everything sounds like this. We are Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. Because that's in my right ear after I've been gone. I mean, everyone's been sick for like a month in my house. Melody, you've been sick for, for weeks as well. And that's what my ear sounded like. For days now at this point. You waited until you finally had an additional voice echoing in your ear to call a medical professional. It's been about a week. And at this point, it could be too late. Like Jacqueline Ann said, she had a bad ear infection that left was left untreated, and she lost 70% of her hearing in that ear. Wow. The same thing happened to Grace. The same thing happened to my dad, Foreman. Really? This is why I'm saying you gotta get you gotta go. Your dad lost hearing because of an ear infection? An ear infection that he didn't go get checked at the doctor because, again, what is it with men and doctors? <laughs> I'm trying, okay. But Kirsten, not a man, as far as I know, mm-hmm. doctor said I had the worst ear infection he had seen in 20 years of practice. Oh, my God. I don't even know how you, if you have that little voice in there, like that That made me feel insane hearing that. Yes, it's not not pleasant. <laughs> Yeah, 902-425-1035. Call or text with, you know, the thing that seemed fine and you let go for a while and then what really happened to you. Mm -hmm. Like, Carrie, I had pain in my tooth, which turned out to be a major infection, swollen jaw, impacted wisdom tooth, antibiotics, and two extractions. Oh! Nobody wants an extraction. Nobody wants it, but at least she got it done because it could have got worse. True. Well, Even worse than what that worse. Worse than that? Even worse than that if Ugh. she didn't, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, Melissa. So her eye burned for about a month. And it hurt to keep it open. She was going through eye drops like crazy. Her vision was blurry. It was her partner that nagged her to go. So she finally got it checked. She had a tiny piece of plastic in her eye. Ah. Yes. And the doctor said it was lucky it hadn't gotten infected because she could have lost her vision completely. Yes. She had an object in her eye. You don't even, You have a tiny person in your ear for <laughs> You got to get it out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I and I, we feel for Haley. Haley, thank you for the text. Uh, it, her situation was, and I'm changing some of the words yes. so they're radio friendly. Yes. I was pooping uncontrollably. Oh boy! And it turns out I had two different parasites. <gasps> I work at Barnes almost daily, so it was scary for sure. Okay. So you, well. you should have stayed away from the horses, Haley. <laughs> Foreman's told us anything. It no is horses, that. no parasites. <laughs> uh, 902-425-1035. Who's this? Hey, it's Scotty calling. <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty. Come Scotty. He's got a rocking little buddy. We knew once we got something about pooping uncontrollably out there <laughs> that we would get a call from you. I'm not sure how to take that. Uh, I actually... With a with a dose of Metamucil. That's... <laughs> yes, that's right. I was actually had the same problem. You see, my wife used to always tell me I had I had an ass like a dump truck, which I thought was a compliment, right? Yeah. But it turns out it's just really noisy, not that clean, and it leaks oil. So I, once I got it checked, it's uh, I guess I've got some sort of um, 
irritable bowel syndrome. So. Oh, Scotty. Oh, I'm sorry. I, Thank you for delivering exactly what I expected of you. Actually, worse. Oh. Yeah. It was worse. That was actually my wife's uh, wedding vows. <laughs> Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. Bye. <laughs> Christmas is coming, and your daughter's three and a half, mm-hmm. and what are you thinking about breaking down and getting for her? A tablet. It's the most wonderful time of the year. She's already asked Santa for, you know, what she wants from Santa, which is a Barbie dream house, but... Mommy and Daddy want to get her a tablet as well, which is more of a gift for us. Yes, it is. Because we got a lot of traveling to do over Christmas, and I know how that works, and I do not want to deal with a screaming, fussy three-and-a-half-year-old for hours and hours over my one and only vacation of the year. Show me it's the only way to survive a road trip. <laughs> or Number one answer. a meal out, or your other kids' practices, or yes. like just insert anything. We swore we'd never be the parent that does that with the kids on their tablets at a restaurant yeah. or whatever, and yet... We are, and they don't care anymore. <laughs> yep. You just do it. Every parent has those things that they say, oh, I'm never going to do that when I have kids. But then once you have them, you realize, yeah, you are going to do them because you got to survive. Yeah. I love Jessica has texted, and you can text or call 902-425-1035 because that's what we need to share this morning. What you swore you'd never do as a parent, mm-hmm. yet here you are. Just like Melody and Foreman, Jessica says, I swore I'd never say, because I said so. (laughs) And yet, here we are. (laughs) It's funny. She says, sometimes I open my mouth and my mother comes out. That's just what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Monique has texted us as well. Oh, she swore she'd never buy her son McDonald's. (laughs) But he loves those golden arches. Yeah, right. Yep. It's nice of you to think you can avoid that. We said the same thing, and we were always like, oh, no, we want her to eat healthy. We want her to eat healthy. Now we're like, eh, it's calories. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Chris has texted as well. I swore I never thought that the elf on the shelf would ever end up visiting our house. And yet... It's there. You welcome that elf on the shelf in. It's up to the elf. Yep. There's no point in resisting it because that elf will be there one day. I'm just waiting for the elf to come to ours. (laughs) She'll be there soon. She doesn't know her address yet. No. But she's going to. (laughs) I'm already writing to H O H O H O. Send Melody (laughs) is. Lindsay, thank you for calling. What is something you swore you'd never do as a parent, yet here you are? Always said I was never gonna have to leash my kids. Leash them? Yes. Oh, no, no. Those backpack leashes on? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, no. I never, I never did it with my oldest, but of course, we called my second the pandemic baby. Yep. And she is as wild as can be. So she has become the child that I've leashed. <laughs> and you know what? Good. Like, I. No, no, I talked about this. She's leaving me alone because she's leashed to you. No, I have have one of those kids, also a pandemic child. And uh, yeah, you have one of those kids that you know are going to dart out in traffic. They have no impulse control whatsoever. They're just all over the place. Then you know how much you need that leash. And it's not a leash. It's just that we call it a leash. It's not a leash. It's a cute little fuzzy backpack that just happens to be tethered to you. (laughs) Right. Oh, 
you trying to convince yourself that it's not that bad? <laughs> it's not. It's not that. No judgment here. <laughs> Foreman judges everyone, so ignore him. <laughs> We were a finalist in the Best of Halifax's uh, Best Radio Show uh, category. Of the coast. Yeah, but they do have a Best Podcast category. We did uh, We did try to get in there, too. Yeah, uh, Maddie and Lauren from the Weekend Roundup are here. Uh, the, the what is it, what do they call it on the coast? The Best the best Podcast? The Gold Podcast? Bronze. bronze. <laughs> yeah, we're bronze. We're not up there yet. Well, bronze that, that, winning that. Best Podcast in Halifax. <laughs> yes, That's why we didn't win for Best Podcast or even get nominated because of no. the, the preparation you just heard right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, but we, uh, we, did, we did put ourselves in, and so we are a little jealous that you ladies <laughs> made it in the final three or at all. For people who have no idea what you were talking about or who we're talking to, it's Lauren and Maddie, yeah, from the Weekend <laughs> Roundup. Yeah, that's a podcast. What do you do? So we started our podcast about a year and a half ago almost. It's called the Weekend Roundup and we round up our best weekend stories. So whether that's dating or going out or friendships or whatever that might be, we just keep it 110% real. It's to our own fault sometimes, but yeah, we've been loving it. It's smart because this is what you do with the girls like Sunday brunch. You get together and you talk about the night before and oh my God, can you believe that? And this is the guy that I went home with and can you believe this certain thing happened? And Um, you guys are both students right now? We actually just graduated about two weeks ago. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. What did you, where did you go? What did you take? Um, we went to the Mount for yep. um, public relations. Both of you? Yes. So oh. That's how we met. We met in a public speaking class, which yeah. is a little oh. cliche, but... I guess okay. we were pretty good at yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we really were just having a good time, the two of us going out, and we would tell our friends our stories the next day, and they loved it, so we thought, what the hell? Let's yeah. just upload it, try it. We already kind of know what we're doing on the technology side, and we'll just put it out there and see what, how it goes, and people were really excited about it and received it really well. Yeah. When you have an episode and you say, yeah, it's the best party you've ever been to, mm-hmm. what is the what was that? Can you give us a roundup of that? How about you go ahead with that, <laughs> well, I don't know if anything is uh, appropriate to say on the radio, but you can definitely check out, <laughs> check out the Weekend Roundup anywhere you get your podcast. Wait a minute, what kind of party oh. would it be that it's not appropriate to say on the radio? Is we have this some, a, we have some crazy stories. Was this, this like is, a leather and lace party? Or? <laughs> no, no, this is the PR uh, <laughs> situation PR here saying uh, yes. you have to download it to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Our first episode and the reason we decided to do it was because I went on my first ever date when I was 20 um, and it went really well, but the guy actually turned out it was a fake name, it was a <gasps> fake phone, it was the entire situation fake was guy. fake guy. <laughs> wow. um, and so we did a little bit of a deep dive trying to figure out who this guy was, why did this happen. Uh, so that's our first episode. It's called Who TF is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can listen to that. I will say our audio only gets better from yeah. there. But that is that's that's like, like very classic. First raw cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We didn't really know what we were doing, but story wise, it's pretty good. Yeah. And that was your first date ever? That was my first date ever. Yeah. So then I thought, you know what? Let's make a career out of this. <laughs> if they're all going to be like this, I'm going mm-hmm. on a bunch of bad dates yeah, anyway. Yeah. I yeah. may as well. Didn't you, Melody, like your first boyfriend, you were like 18 or 19 or something? My first boyfriend, boyfriend? Yeah. I was 18. 
Yeah. yeah. Similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I can. Do, I mean, yeah. but I went on dates before that. That was my first boyfriend. He, and he actually just, existed. Yeah. I was just he told like, you his name. And he was <laughs> lying. Crazy. I just like to date around in high school. Yeah, I had a yeah. bit of a reputation. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. I had no reputation. <laughs> I was nobody. Well, we got, we have more to ask from Maddie and Lauren from the Weekend Roundup podcast, the bronze best winning podcast in Halifax. Next. We are merely a finalist in the best radio show category. Yes, we we did not get on the best podcast uh, category, although we do have a podcast. We do. It's called Melody Informant on all the same apps the weekend roundup is on. Yeah. And if you like our show, then, well, it's all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll hear about us on their show, right, Maddie and Lauren? Maybe. <laughs> right? But you guys, you guys tackle things like uh, creeping your exes on social media. Who gets the gym after the breakup? Ooh, who does uh, get the gym? Uh, Maddie's first date since re-downloading Hinge. There seems like there's a whole lot of stuff there. Oh, no. Uh, people who are afraid of touching eggplants. Yes. Oh, I we've, get that. Yeah, yeah. we've uh, really dived into <laughs> Me that. Me too. Eggplants are disgusting. Yeah, I, don't, I know. I it's just At like, no fault, just, yeah. and don't send I, pictures. No, like, I agree. What are you, what are you doing? Why does I, anybody send, okay, there is, from the uh, guy's perspective, why would you ever want to send that picture out? Why are these pictures just going around willy-nilly, pun intended? Yeah. <laughs> I've never, did guys still do that? I, it's been a long time it's since okay. I've gotten it's an unwarranted, unwelcomed one in a while, but it definitely happens. But it, it definitely happens. Yeah. Definitely to some of our listeners, we've we've gotten some messages yeah. about it. Yeah, it's more of a tool yeah. and what it can do for me. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be the appendage that I would say like send that to me. It's not like the sexy thing where I'm like, oh, that's what I think about. Like mm, if you're gonna send yeah. me like a body part for me to like swoon over, send me your forearms. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. Yeah, yeah, let me see your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. like wrist to elbow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have there been any sort of uh, dating trends that you have noticed with with online dating? I feel like the act of going out on a date is being lost. Yeah. A lot. A lot of it is just like, let's let's hang out, come over and let's hang out. So that was kind of like another thing we wanted to do with our podcast is we love dating. Yeah. We love going on dates. So we wanted to talk about it. And a lot of the uh, messages that we got when we first started was, how are you guys going on so many dates? How are you guys go getting guys to take you out on dates? And we were like, because we say that we're not going to go with them if <laughs> <Yeah>. they don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to hang out, then you like you, suggest, you're taking oh, us well, out. let's go get a coffee. Let's yeah. go do this. So yeah. kind of maybe trying to like breathe the dating life back to life in Halifax a little bit by taking people out and doing this. Because I also, though, think that we lost a lot of that in COVID, too. Yes. People still wanted to date in COVID, and all you could really do was just go hang out together. So we're kind of trying to get back on the active dating scene a little mm-hmm. bit more. What does it take for, if you're talking to somebody on Hinge or, mm-hmm. some, or an app, what makes you most interested in them to want to go on a real date with them? I like like a flirty little banter. Like if you can have a good conversation over text, you could probably have a good conversation in person, but sometimes a conversation can be really dry on dating apps. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, what's up? Nothing much. You. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing much. Cool. But like, if you can kind of like actually carry a conversation and talk about what you're doing, then that's usually a good sign. Okay, so again, in terms of your podcast, so for anyone that hasn't listened to it yet, what can people expect? What are they going to hear? What is the best part about it? 
So we have two different episodes that go out. We have the weekend roundup and we have the weekend warm up. So the weekend warm up comes out on Thursdays and that is our advice episode. Uh, and you can submit advice link in our bio and on any of our socials. So we will answer questions from listeners there. That is a lot of people's favorite episodes, especially people who are older than us, uh, really like the advice episodes. Yes. A lot of, we, uh, we joke we have a lot of mom listeners who yeah. love the advice sections. And then uh, we have our weekend roundup, which obviously comes out on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And that is when we're really getting into our good, juicy stories. It's wow. the weekend roundup. It's Maddie and Lauren. Uh, season three is coming? January. January. Ready to hit season three ground running and make it bigger and better than season one and season two. Oh. I hate to know what that means for your dating life, but I'm so excited, too. (laughs) And all the guys that will be talked about on those episodes. We can't wait. We are Halifax's dating scene public enemy number one right now. UK man with car crash injuries lucky to be alive after tripping over hairless pet cat. What's the... Hairless pet cat. So you can picture it properly. You needed to know that. We are. I'm Melody. You are Foreman. This is Melody and Foreman of the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. And uh, there are many headlines in the news that we can't make up, but we can round up. Like that one. And this one, Calgarian gets assaulted with a saw for trying to stop a catalytic converter theft. What? Punishment does not meet the crime. Wow. She whiz. Toronto man attempts robbery of three banks within two hours. Okay, well. Keyword is attempts, though. They they were ready by the third one. Oh, boy. Port of Halifax eyes bringing cruise ships to Dartmouth. Okay. And if you find that funny, that's on you. Yep. (laughs) Poor men. Study finds rats. Have rhythm and like music like Lady Gaga and Queen. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? Obviously, there's no, there's no one excluded. <laughs> Study finds pigs mediate barnyard fights with the touch of a snout. Oh, like a kiss. Yeah. Study finds basking in just 30 seconds of sunlight each morning is healthier than eating 2,500 bananas. It's a very weird comparison. Rover.com's list of the most popular pet names of 2022 includes Mike. Aw, I think that's adorable. I don't want a dog named Mike. I think that's really cute. Like people names for your pets? Some, but not all. George for your pig that's giving everyone a little snout rub? Come here, Steve. I love it. A few more headlines of the week that we can't make up, but we are rounding up. 26-year-old rapper Young Gravy takes 81-year-old Martha Stewart on a date to a bar mitzvah. (laughs) That story just kept getting better. (laughs) 23-year-old California man breaks into senior woman's home to steal, quote, a small portable vacuum cleaner. Aww. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. Was it worth it? (laughs) Chinese grandfather runs entire marathon while chain-smoking cigarettes. Okay, well, if he can do that, he's not going to change at any point. He's good, guys. Yeah, that headline again, Chinese grandfather is world's most stubborn man. (laughs) Arizona man on meth 
Arrested for DUI while driving with Owl, he just illegally purchased at gas station. Oh my gosh. Kind of like the Martha Stewart bar mitzvah headline. Yeah. This is everything. <laughs> that is everything. Man pleads guilty to tattooing a minor inside McDonald's. Okay. Man spotted with two swords and a handgun at Vermont Mall bought them there. Don't arrest me. I'm just doing my Christmas shopping. You know, these swords for yeah. winners. We know Daryl stole a car because he used Bluetooth to connect Daryl's phone. Okay, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> Stepdad arrested after he, quote, pistol whipped and shot a PlayStation 4 during argument with stepson. At least it was the PlayStation 4, right? <laughs> Not the stepson. Yes. You're right. Thank you. And beware, deer runs into home wreaking havoc, mistaking holiday reindeer decoration for possible mate. Oh! <laughs> Hello, my dear. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Even like keep me out of your mouth when you're at a Tim Hicks concert. Well, if you keep texting me, I'm gonna talk about your texts. <laughs> it was Tim Hicks uh, was here on this show yesterday between eight and nine, uh, and that is entirely on demand for your listening pleasure on the Melody Informant podcast. There's some great stories and and performances we'd love you to hear. So um, you know, say hey Siri, hey Google. Play the Melody Informant podcast, and it'll play. It's mm -hmm. probably starting to play right now, and you're welcome. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, we could use the download. <laughs> uh, but he played last night at, at Dal at the, the Rebecca Cohn Theater, which is the first time I've ever been there. It's a theater. You have been there because you have performed there. Yes, with the Backyardigans. Ooh. Well, okay, tell me how you really feel. Well, I know one age group of people who saw you there that were ecstatic about it, and the other age group of people there that hated it. No, they were just happy to have their kids occupied for a couple hours. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tim, while he was here in the morning, uh, asked us to MC. You couldn't. No, we couldn't get a babysitter that short notice. No, and your your husband Tom like legitimate like he works all night on a Thursday. So well, he had to. He doesn't usually, but he oh, had to last night because there's a bunch of people out sick, and he has to cover. Mm. That's part of you know when you're a manager, it's like well you have to. If there's no one else, guess who it is? Yeah. it's you. <laughs> so I went up on stage without my right hand, Melody, <laughs> and I did think about asking everyone, "Hey, hands up! Who's been sick in the last month?" But you know, if everybody's hand goes up, which it should if yep. everyone's telling the truth, yep. then yeah, then we don't need like, to know that. Oh, I yeah. feel ignorance like I is bliss. Be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were texting me, mm. and I did want to share that uh, with the crowd and with you listening right now. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is Foreman from Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 1035. Melody wishes she could be here, but she texted me earlier that she spent 25 minutes in the bathroom while her three-year-old refused to poop. So, we're having pretty equal nights. <laughs> that wasn't the full text. No, I can't record video and read text at the same time. So. I'll, I'll read the entire, just, okay. so, just so people can actually know exactly how it happened. I said, well, you get to be a cool radio star. I just spent 25 minutes sitting on the bathroom floor waiting for Lily to poop, only to have her decide she didn't need to. Then finally got her back to bed, tucked in, thought she was asleep, until she decided that she definitely needed to poop this time. <laughs> And once again, she didn't. 
So super fun night for me too. Do you ever worry about being out-gifted at Christmas? Tracy? I like to be showered with gifts, but no, I wouldn't say that I shower other people with gifts. <laughs> right. So no guilt for you. No guilt for me. No, I'm just not that creative. But <laughs> <laughs> gift cards all the way. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I might have an idea of where you're going with this. Well, there's this new survey out that shows the majority of us are worried we'll be outgifted because it's like your gift giving makes us feel guilty if we didn't get you an equal amount of gifts. I actually don't care. I don't care about getting stuff. I but I love being able to gift things, especially like when it's something I've thought of for a long time and it's special and I'm just so excited for them to have it. Even to someone who got you nothing. Yes. <laughs> I know who I married. <laughs> well, what about you, Andrea? Well, and this is probably going to be the episode my husband does listen to. <laughs> he said he tried listening yesterday because occasionally I call in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got to see what you're up to. Sorry, honey, if you're listening. But he's notorious in the past for not putting probably the nicest way I can put it as much effort into gift giving as I have. For a few years, we we didn't have a lot of money to spare, so we said, you know, Santa doesn't visit adults, visits homes with children, we're going to do each other stockings. Sure. So I spent time, and I set a budget, and I planned it out, and got some really cool gifts. He goes to the local drugstore, <laughs> just buys a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and throws it in. <laughs> no. You know, not a big deal, so I've kind of gotten... I know what I married. <laughs> Just like Melody. <laughs> but recently, I decided to piece together a gift for him. I'm not going to say because he could be listening. Mm -hmm. It's a really special gift. So I come back home from uh, getting stuff from a stranger, and he's like, I think I have everything for you. I think I have everything for you. Wow. Really? No. What's, what's your husband's name? <laughs> Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Do you think that this plan that you already have pretty much everything for is going to be good enough after what you've just heard your wife tell everyone in Halifax? <laughs> so why don't you think long and hard about that one? Uh, not a competition. <laughs> Sounds like it is. It's the same question for Tim Hicks then. Mm -hmm. Who is the better gift giver? Who's the one oh, that kind of takes a man, it? Hands down. Amanda, she, <laughs> she's so... Damn thoughtful! <laughs> like she, she catal yeah. she cat like catalogs ideas through the year and keeps a spreadsheet and like runs graphs. There's a very famous story in my family about Christmas gifts. So my my grandmother. Okay, I'll I'll start with the punchline, then we'll work backwards. <laughs> Perfect. I, I bought my mother a bread box for Christmas one time, and I could see the look on her. Like I thought this was going to be a like a pretty cool gift and I'll tell you why because my gram at my grandmother's house my grandmother always had a bread box mm -hmm. and in the bread box is where the treats were and so I have very fond memories about you know the opening this bread box and and I thought I'll get my mom one and it'll be like nostalgic and we'll have a little moment and I could see the look on her face when she was like oh uh, <laughs> it's a Bread box. <laughs> yeah, like one of those. I love that you had that cute up. Oh, yeah. That's great. We have our dating and relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada, lined up because somebody else needs your help, too. Mm -hmm. Dear Geneva, I met Mr. Wright. Now, how do I tell my boyfriend? <laughs> 
It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, cause it's time for Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva, I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year. I love him and he's a great guy. I can imagine being happy with him for the rest of my life, but I wouldn't say I'm passionately in love with him. Recently, I met a guy and haven't been able to stop thinking about him. He and I have so much in common and I'm drawn to him physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now I don't know how to handle the situation. I hate to break it off with my boyfriend and I don't want to hurt him, but this new guy might be the one. What should I do? Go with the safe bet or take a chance on Mr. Right? Hmm. Okay. Are you really that connected physically, emotionally, mentally, all that? I get the physical part, sure. To the Mr. To to Mr. Right. To Mr. Right or Mr. Right now? Like which one? The boyfriend or the Mr. Right? The one she's lusting over. The one she she wants to leave the boyfriend for. Which I'm assuming she probably wants us to validate that since she's asking. Oh, see, I'm I'm of the opposite mind. I'm like, well, you guys have you guys have only been together a year. You're supposed uh-huh. to be in the honeymoon period right now. Like, this is the get-to-know-you-everything's-still-great time. Yeah. You barely know him. I mean, you think you know him, but you still barely know him. So if you're already seeing someone else and you're like, oh, no, he's the one I want, well, you right. know, you probably don't want to be with this guy that you're with. But if they'd been together longer, I would have had a different opinion on this. Yeah. Because if they'd been together for, right. like five years or you know like let's say they're they're married and and she was saying this I would have a different mindset on it because like you over the time of being with someone you're gonna have those ebbs and flows of attention people are gonna catch your eye there's gonna be things that's gonna happen throughout your whole life of of your relationship and you don't act on it but it's gonna happen people ebb and flow. I think we know the right answer. This kind of reminds me now, I was young, but in high school I had, you know, the sweet boyfriend and then the bad boy that I I was working at the movie theater with kind of caught my eye and I I chased after that, right? Now, ultimately neither of them were the right fit. Sharon, you have uh, some experience in this situation. Oh yeah, I'm divorced, but you know what? It's better to let a dead horse go than try and revive it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. I do agree, but but I don't know that she's saying he's a dead horse after a year. Like she's. I know, but I mean, you got to take responsibility for yourself, and if it's not working out, just let it go and move on. But like you said, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Well, it's green, but they don't realize it's weed. Yes. <laughs> well, that, exactly. I mean, you always think the grass is greener, but you, but it's it isn't. It but there's just like it's human nature to see something and be like, oh well, they they're doing that. They have that. They're like that. But you well, don't actually know. It's like a kid with a new toy, right? Yeah. I mean, the new toys break until the wheels break off. Geneva, you were saying about what you would if you were coaching someone on this, what you would say. I would ask, you know, what are some patterns you have? Is this a pattern that you see in a lot of your relationships when mm. things are starting? get serious which tends to be around the nine month one year mark things are starting to move into more future type things do you stray do you normally like oh like you know that person over there is this a pattern or is this a one-off because it's a pattern we would go deep into coaching around why that's the case where that's come, coming from 
I want to see if it's within her or if it's within their relationship. <laughs> I look what Ross has said to us. If you're going to follow your heart, make sure you take your head with you. Yeah. I wish I had of. It could have saved a lot of people and a lot of pain, including myself. Trust me, the grass is almost never greener on the other side. <laughs> Oh, that's experience. He knows. Yep. Although Colleen says, no one wants to be the safe bet. Do him a favor and let him move on. You obviously want to explore other relationships. And I like how Colleen has put that on him and not her. Mm. (laughs) Well, Patricia said, how much time have you spent with Mr. Wright? Is it infatuation or are you just bored in your current relationship? If you're not passionately in love with your current boyfriend, if you're not compatible, then he deserves someone who is. You both do. Your followers are becoming dating coaches. I Have you know. noticed the progression <laughs> of how amazing We're, their that, responses are? That was the whole point of this to, to like, give you more competition. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. My gosh, like they're from when we first started this Dear Geneva to now, the comments are amazing. And we actually put the same situation to, you know, you're dating a guy for a year and then you see this shiny new toy and mm-hmm. you think I, maybe I'd rather the new toy instead. Yeah. We put that to uh, Maddie and Lauren. They are the bronze winners of Halifax's best podcast in the Best of Halifax Awards. For the coast. Yeah. Uh, the Weekend Roundup is Maddie and Lauren's podcast, but same situation. I found Mr. Right. Do I tell my boyfriend or do I stay with the boyfriend and go with Mr. Right? What do you do? This is uh, such a common question. <laughs> no, it is. It, it is. is. Really? Yes. really? Yeah, even with like younger people. Yeah, we get this a lot where people are in a long-term relationship. They're very happy. They're content. They can see their lives with this person. They've obviously planned to spend their lives with this person, but... Unfortunately, what happens in life sometimes, especially when you kind of commit yourself to one another, you can grow in different directions and you can still maybe not be done with that part of your life of chasing after love. And I think when it comes down to this situation where you are just so drawn to somebody, not even just physically, if they were drawn to them physically, that's one thing. This person sounds drawn to them on every level. At that point, it's not fair to the partner and it's not fair to you to deny yourself of that and to have somebody else coming in between your relationship like that. I say, take the chance and do it. Really, that's what I would say. I know that's probably not the best answer because you're hurting somebody, but regardless, you're hurting your partner. And if you're going to do it, you should... If you're going to hurt them, hurt them in a way that they can move on and find something better. Exactly, yeah. We wouldn't be here, A, without you, because you're as much a part of the show as we are. Mm-hmm. It's all circle of trust. There's no show without you, so thank you. Thank you. But a close second would be coffee. There's <laughs> no show without coffee. Listen, bud. I've been, I've been weaning off the ca- the caffeine. Really? I used to be a foreman. I'm on my fourth of yes. the morning. Yes. You have literally brought in a carafe yes. of coffee. You drank the whole thing. I am now down to just tea. Wow. A medium or small, and I don't even finish it. There's still caffeine in that, though. But not much. No, definitely not. I, well, you looked it up, and it's like there's four times more caffeine in the same amount of coffee yes. as there is in tea. Yes. So there's some, but definitely not as much. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, I, I don't know what to do with this information, and that's why I'm bringing it to you. Uh, a friend of mine came to visit for a couple of days, and he has completely quit coffee. <sighs> Good. Even the tea he drinks is decaf. 
Wow. I see. I've never understood that. <laughs> I've never understood like because I don't like the taste of coffee or tea. Yeah. So it's like and it's like it's like the same with people who have non-alcoholic beer. I've never understood it. It's not like it tastes that good. It does not. No. Nope. <laughs> Can confirm non-alcoholic beer <laughs> sucks. Or beer in general. It's not like it tastes that good. Uh, that it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I just, I've never gotten that. Like, you just like the taste so much, but you don't want the effects. I love the smell and the taste of coffee. And I'm not, I, I mean, I'm just having it black. So I feel like that's not in that unhealthy. Mm, oh, it's, you think this is a health thing. It's better than being full of cream and sugar and having a sugar cookie, oat milk, whatever the, at Starbucks. Oh, Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, Karen, it's 902-425-1035. You've been able to quit? Um, I used to drink a good pot of coffee a day or more. And I went from that to near about nothing. Well, I I ended up stopped drinking coffee about five years ago because I just wanted to try yoga. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I needed to remove for the diet, so I removed it. And I was like two weeks uh, on um, withdrawals. But after that, I was fine, and I've just been drinking herbal teas. Yep. Wow. See, Foreman, it is possible. It's possible. Seems <laughs> like you had to do a lot of things, though, to merely replace just sipping on a coffee. Um, yoga is not a lot of things. That's, Mindfulness no. is just, like, you know, good practice. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Please. Foreman's like, oh, it seems like mindfulness, like five minutes of relaxation techniques. Yeah, give me that coffee. I could just sit here and doing what I normally do and drink coffee. And how stressed are you? Very. Not a, well, you're stressed and I'm not. So, exactly. so nothing stressed. Stresses you out anymore? Nothing. I drink herbal tea. It's so much easier. <laughs> no, oh, come on. You don't believe that she couldn't be stressed? No, I do not. <laughs> I could should, not. Maybe she should take you to yoga with her. There you go. I could not believe it at yoga. <laughs> I would not. Would yeah. not. You I need don't to know meditate. Yoga. That's what you need. What's that? You need to meditate. How much do you meditate? How often? How much time do you take? I take an hour of a night, wow. like a nighttime, and just a nighttime thing. That's a long time. Could could it just mm-hmm. be sipping on a coffee while you do other things? No. While you stew about your life? <laughs> no, I'm. I can't even. I don't even like coffee wow. anymore. You went from a pot a day to not even liking it. Right. Seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, I mean, in a world full of foremans, I, I choose to be a Karen. <laughs> there you go. You choose to do yoga. You choose to wear a toga. <laughs> you were, he was thinking that whole time. What yeah. rhymes? What rhymes? That's what he came up with. That's what coffee oh, gets no. you, folks. In Saratoga. <laughs> Someone who's usually here uh, much, much later, his name is Ryan. Yes, and I'm sure he's been up probably since like three in the morning because, well... That would imply he ever went to bed. (laughs) Yeah, touche. Or his wife ever went to bed. You need your rest. Well, we should need some rest. I'm pretty good, actually. Okay. I've been sleeping well. Ryan, this is why we've called you in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and nice of you to be here early instead of, you know, we, you don't start till 6 p.m., but, you know. Yeah, well, I wanted to come gloat. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and we wanted to say congratulations. Thank you very much. I also am kind of... Oh, there you no. go. Yeah. Kind yeah. of curious why you 
are even here today, given that your wife gave birth just over the weekend. Yeah. Why are you here? Well, I don't know if, if you did the math, but I now have two kids in that house and a mother-in-law. So that's why I'm here 10 hours before my shift. <laughs> ah, the mother-in-law explains it. Well, you know, yeah, it just adds a little seasoning to it. Yeah. Your poor wife. Yeah. So how'd it go? It went great, actually. I've just, like, I'm, I'm kind of astounded still uh, in a good way because anytime anybody talks about healthcare in this province, it doesn't usually <laughs> have a positive connotation to it. Unless it's with the IWK. It I was, only yeah. have amazing things to say about giving birth at the IWK. It was the IWK. Yep. And it was unreal, the care that she got. Everything mm-hmm. was like so top-notch. Oh my God. The nurses were incredible. And it was just like a parade of like nurses and consultants and analysts and everything that were just coming in. Like it yep. was just so wow. well done. Yeah, And they I'm make so you feel so special. I remember when we, like when when we were there I just felt it felt so special and then when I left and I went home and I just started crying because I wanted to go back so bad I'm like I want to go back they just took such good care of me and now I'm by myself and my husband doesn't do anything oh, well, well, that's, that's, that's unfortunate well What's, so when well, when did this actually take place then so it was uh, Wednesday um, the kid popped yeah yeah, so so Wednesday the kid popped, and I had a couple days yeah. at the IWK, and exactly what you're saying, it was like an all-inclusive vacation, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. my three-year-old and mother-in-law were over here in Cool Harbor, oh. I was over there, and it was just like, I was just, like, the kid would wake up every few hours. Yeah, but it's but, not, yeah. once you've had a toddler... It's like those newborn days, you're like, this is nothing. They just lay there. Yeah, yeah. right? It's excellent. <laughs> yeah. They came home and I was looking for the off switch on the toddler. And, <laughs> yeah. Was, was it weird. like an all day, multi day situation? Or? Yeah. So we went in and um, she had, uh, it, it's so weird the way that they do, the way that they schedule sections in that, mm. like, she didn't know until nine o'clock that morning what time she was going in and stuff like that. Wow. So anyways, we came in like right afterward, um, got it all done, a little a little, a little snip. And yeah, that's all it is. Just, just a little snip, just a snip tad. snap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Easy recovery. Yeah. yeah, I'm the next one getting the snip. So oh, just yep. for yes. the record, yeah, I'm very yep. happy about that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyhow, and um, no, it was right from there, like everything went exactly the way it should be and it was great. And then it was just amazing care and two day vacation and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sandals by the pool. It was great. <laughs> so. Yeah, by the birthing pool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you, when you go in to the, Schmeckdomy uh, clinic for Schmeckdomy. The whole with the waiting room is uh, uh, husbands and wives uh, carrying uh, baby carriers, mm-hmm. and her having uh, no sympathy for you whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And all the women in the waiting room looking at each other like, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. happening to you. This, this is happening to him now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are not going to act like it's that bad. And no, then no. it takes a whole. Five minutes. Yeah. A whole five minutes. Yeah. But then, but then you have to like wear the cone on your head for like the next <laughs> week, right? And then your wife drives home and she hits every pothole <laughs> <laughs> and will not let you complain about it either. It's not her fault the roads in Nova Scotia suck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Just, just hope you're not going home in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, well, that's great. Well, we'll have to reschedule this conversation. Have it again after your snip, yeah. snap, snip, snap. I think now now that I mentioned it, I think it is probably going to be like a spring thing yep. as well. So yep. uh, yeah. You know what you should do? And this is uh, 
a, a previous story I learned from Brett Kissel, actually, when he had a mechnomy. Uh, he timed it around the weekend of the Masters, so oh. he could lie on the couch all weekend with a bag of peas and watch golf. Well, Brett Kissel is a very smart man. <laughs> and Melody's face is saying something else. <laughs> I will say, though, springtime is the perfect time to do it because with a newborn and a three-year-old, you guys aren't going to be doing it until then anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. We get to do it again? <laughs> Winter is do, coming. Do what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I think maybe my wife Ashley has found it extra warm lately. Oh. And I want to say this right up front that this guy that's caught her eye is totally, totally normal, not doing anything weird, not bothering anybody. He's just somebody swimming in the pool. Okay. I mean, I too have had a dude swimming in a pool catch my eye before. That's, I mean, <laughs> like that seems mm-hmm. pretty normal to me. But she's there to watch the nine and ten year olds Doesn't do their matter. synchro routines. You can only watch kids flail around so much. Mm-hmm. But this guy <laughs> is also doing synchro, which I thought, all right. Okay. I, not many men do it. I've never heard of a fellow. They are currently prevented from competing at the Olympics. Hoping to introduce men's synchronized swimming at the 2028 LA Olympic oh, Games. Oh, okay. Right now, uh, they've been allowed to compete at the World Aquatics Championship since 2015 in the mixed duet routine. Huh. You know what? And why shouldn't they be allowed? They should be allowed to. I know. Yeah. yeah this is like the one thing that men are discriminated wow, against. Wow, how archaic. Okay. <clears throat> right? Wow. But Ashley's point of catch, of this guy catching her eye was that like, you'd think, you know, if you're a man in that kind of world where it's not a world that's friendly to you in that sport, mm-hmm. generally, or it hasn't historically been, you think if you're going to stick it out and be an adult doing it, you'd be pretty good. You'd be really, you'd be ex- exceptionally good. She thought he was a little bit off balance, a little bit not in sync with the other people, huh. a little bit, nah, it wasn't, wasn't that great. And my immediate thought was like, well, he's pro- it's like men are generally heavier. Yeah. There's more weight to try yeah. and throw around in the water there. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't spent his life having to do these graceful things that mm-hmm. like us frail females are just thrown into do this ballet thing do this whatever right <laughs> like that's not typically what happens no and we're men aren't as flexible and we're having yeah yeah although she's paying a lot of attention to him mm, and she said <laughs> no 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 it wasn't he wasn't heavier like what do you mean is he like ripped beyond belief well <laughs> ah. ah yes now I get it now that's what I was thinking when he caught her eye. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. an unbelievably ripped adult man gl- swimming <laughs> next to our daughter who's doing something, whatever, it doesn't matter over there. It was the gleam off his seventh ab that first <laughs> caught her eye. Yeah. <laughs> we had uh, one of Lily's besties, I would say her, ac- her, her true bestie, yeah. over... Uh, for a play date, because it's like you're not going outside, you're not going to do anything, you have to come over, what else are you going to do? No, right? I know what, there's three, I mean, how many friends do you have? Yeah. One. Lily's three and a half, and this little one's almost three, so there is an age difference, but they go to the same daycare, her mother worked with Tom, so it's like they we, they grew up together, or yeah. grew up, they're three, <laughs> <laughs> but they're like sisters, and they love each other, and when they see each other, they hug each other and kiss each other like they haven't seen each other in a million Aww. years, it's so cute, Aww. and 
we've had play dates with them before, but at neutral ground, like going to a play place or going to someone else's house. Uh, I see. So we did not expect what was going to happen. It seemed like it started great. It did. Lily was so excited. Wow. Standing at the door, like jumping up and down. I'm so excited to see you again. They saw each other the day before, but yeah. <laughs> It was just so cute. Cece came over. Uh, Lily had set up a tea set. Wow. Two hours before Cece's arrival. That's anticipation. Yes, it was ready because that was the first thing that Lily was planning to do with her was to have a tea party. But Cece came in and the first thing she sees is all Lily's toys. Mm -hmm. So she just makes an instant beeline for Lily's things. And then it's like it's like Lily saw it in slow motion. Like you saw it on her face. Like, wait a second. What are you? What? No. No. (laughs) She like ran to grab her stuff. And then basically two hours of them screaming no. and grabbing and throwing and a lot of violence. A lot more violence than I expected. There was some legitimate violence going on. And there's four adults just looking at each other. We did not expect this was going to happen. And it was so intense that we like kind of laughed a lot because it was so dramatic. Good grief. And it went from zero to 100 so quickly. It's like full on WrestleMania. Full on baby fight club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how and yeah, how do you really intervene? I mean, other than like, well, the really the only way to stop that is Cece's going home. Well, and that was it was very close, but Lily did not want her to go home, but she also did not want her to touch the thing she didn't want to touch. So it was a, it was just a very conflicting time for both of them, and we won't do it again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have done that, nine zero two four two five one zero three five. Who's this? Hi, it's Scotty Colin. <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty! Come from Scotty! He's got a rockin' little buddy! Uh, first thing first, Melody, we don't talk about Little Kid Fight Club. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're right. Sorry. You, you yeah. forgot the first Ooh. rule. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> how many times have we been to another person's house and either it's somebody else's kids or whatever, but you see the one kid that won't share? Yep. And you think, oh, what a her- terrible kid? Yep. Well, I'm sorry. If I'm outside in my garage, if I had one, <laughs> and my neighbor came over and we were chatting and stuff, and then he walked into my garage and walked out with my lawnmower without saying anything, <laughs> I'm going to pull his hair and slap him a bunch. <laughs> right? It's so, true. It is. Like, he never asked. Yeah. So it's the same way with little kids. Valley, they, they look at each other and say, excuse me, would you mind if I play with your tutu? Yes. No. They just see it, they pick it up, and they start playing. So, you know, it's, it's, that's just normal. Hmm. No, I think you're on to something here. And then what? Yeah. Just let so let them fight it out and uh, see who's crowned the champion. Yeah. That's true, too. I never saw that. And then if the other kid wins, they get yeah. to take the toy home. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, if you fight your neighbor and he wins, then that lawnmower is his. <laughs> yep. That's true. <laughs> Those are the rules. Yep. Yep. We yep. didn't make them well, up. Nope. Okay, well, it should be an interesting day in Halifax then. (laughs) I forgot about how Monday, November 14th is the purge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's right. Exactly. It all started with this show. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
The celebrity no. status just keeps growing on this show. We can't keep them away, <laughs> these celebrities. They're all over us. No, because we uh, uh, every month, almost every month, we do uh, we have a breakout artist of the month. Somebody from around here, somebody from around Canada who just needs a little bit of a push mm-hmm. so everyone will get to know him or her. Mm-hmm. And this morning, that is Tegan Gase. Love Tegan Tegan Gase. is here right now. Uh, we've been creeping on your TikTok a bit because... <laughs> As much as you are becoming a star for your music, your TikToks are quite popular. You have quite a number of uh, followers and views and all kinds of things on there. Yeah, we've been we've been checking that out this morning. 7.8 million people have seen your dog. I know. My pug is she's famous. Like she is the real star. <laughs> <laughs> we got to know about this pug. What's her name? Billie Jean. <laughs> She's my little angel. She's my everything. I love her. It's it's funny because uh, I, I got her when I was 20. So when she turns one, I turn 21. When she turns two, I turn 22. And our birthdays oh. are like a couple days apart. So I feel like we're like twins in a way. <laughs> and when did you turn 20? We've been, we've been trying to guess your age. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're doing this, hey? Okay, so I turned 20 like eight years ago. Okay. <laughs> mm. okay. Shall we bring up how Melody just had a birthday as well? And I, what age did you turn? I, I too turned 20 like... 19 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also want to know because I was trying to get to the bottom of where you're from because you know on your on your profile it says um, small town BC and I'm like oh I know BC I we both used to live out west. Um, okay. And then it's like northern BC and then I see Kelowna BC which I do not consider small town BC or northern. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I was uh, b- uh, born and raised in Chetwin, British. Columbia. Chetwin. Uh, yes, Chetwin. Population Chetwin. like 2,500 or so. Like, that's a small town. It's it? very tiny. Yeah. It's very tiny. And then I moved uh, after high school. I stayed one year. I stayed back and I worked uh, for one year and then I moved to Kelowna okay. for college. I love Kelowna. I wake up every day like grateful for like where I live. Like I look yeah. at it and I'm just like, wow, like I can't believe I live here. Like it's just one of those surreal like beautiful looking places. Oh, yeah. We can we can see in your TikToks and your Tegan Gase on TikTok that you have a beautiful view of like the lake and mountains and everything. The Okanagan Lake. Yeah. You pretty much get that anywhere, anywhere. in Kelowna, which is really cool. Like it's yeah. just it's you're walking downtown, you're by you're just always by a lake. I don't need a You are our breakout artist right now, and um, you've got a lot of th- a lot of situations again on TikTok about the guy that stood you up at Taco Bell, or how do you know it's over? He logged you out of his Netflix account. Did any of these situations specifically inspire a song called "I Don't Need a Boy"? The next. 
Netflix thing was. That was really funny. But oh, no. It, yeah, it was. It was so funny too. And um, he laughed about it when he saw it. My like my it was actually my ex boyfriend. He called me. He was so he was just it was hilarious. He's like, I didn't log you out. I was like, Yeah, you did. I can't get back in. <laughs> He's like, I didn't. I swear. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It was hilarious. We're still really good friends. And and uh, you still don't yeah, that, have that access really to the Netflix account. <laughs> I don't have that. I do. I do not. I had to go get on my brother's. So there I was messaging my brother. I'm like, can I have a Netflix account? What? So now How I'm did... on my brother's Netflix account. Look, you called him. He denied that he logged you out. You had a good laugh about it. You're still friends. And yet he still didn't let yeah. you back in though. I know. Also, oh, so funny. what is this life that our breakout artist has to use someone else's Netflix account? <laughs> this is why we're trying to help. Yeah. I know it's off topic uh, uh, of who you are and the great music you're making and why we're talking to you, but do you have any recommendations of shows you're watching right now that we should be watching? I am a big, like, I love watching, like, Forensic Files is my jam. And it's not because I, like, you know, want to be a silly or serial killer or anything like that, but it, it actually prepares me for when when events like like where something does happen i used to be so naive before and i would trust anybody and and now because i watch these shows i am like more aware of like what not to do so um i i think it like it 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 kind of prepares you for like you know the possibility you know you got to be safe if someone mm-hmm. gives you a drink and it's foamy maybe don't drink it yeah if <laughs> like, some random attractive man asks to help put something in his car you say no Exactly. You 20 feet away. 100%. And like before, I probably would have been like, sure, let me help you. What else can I do for you? Oh, I can't get it all the way in here. Let me get in the car. I'll get inside the trunk. You pass it to me. Right. I'll get it deep in. <laughs> so now, yeah, we just, now like, you just don't trust anybody for any reason that's ever. Healthy. That's yeah. the healthy way to live. It yeah. is the healthy way to live because you know how like there's that guy that is it the commentary guy that's always talking in the back or whatever. I will like, there was a point in time when I was watching forensic files so much that I would be out and about in my day and I could like hear him in the back like Tegan went out for a walk one day <laughs> and she had her headphones on and she shouldn't have had her headphones on in the forest and I'm like oh my god like I get out of my head <laughs> Um, you you have another song I see that that's uh, I'm not sure if it's brand new but you have a, a Christmas song that's also I do hey Christmas I know that you're there I can see you in the pretty lights snow everywhere I wrote that by myself that was a, a single right that was just a little Teague's right on a cold December night and it's a really cute song I hope that uh, I hope that people when they it's cute, right? I hope that when you listen to it, you're like, okay, it's Christmas time. Like, yeah. I'm ready mm-hmm. to, like, freaking put the tree up and put lights yep. on it and, and drink some eggnog. And, and that was kind of what I was going for when I wrote that song. You know, be ready for Christmas. Be ready oh. to be with your family and the holidays and just feel good and happy and filled so, with joy. So, so ready. So ready. <laughs> well, you And it's interesting that you have this I Don't Need a Boy, great song, and then going to, hey, Christmas, you got me falling in love. <laughs> but I didn't write them at the same, like, like. Just because you write it doesn't mean that it has to have happened to you. You're writing for an audience, too. A hundred percent. Because when I wrote I Don't Need a Boy, I, I like, I had a, I had a, boyfriend and I remember coming back from my write and I was like, oh my God, I wrote this super sick song. It's called I Don't Need a Boy. <laughs> He's like. Nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> now looking back, it's it's kind of it's it's an independent like feel good yeah. 
it's just like about like being like happy and incandescently like good on your own. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because the official quote from you is it's a fun song about feeling strong, fierce and being perfectly and incandescently happy on your own. I've never heard anyone use that word like that before. <laughs> You want to know what I heard? I heard that word off Twilight, like, like, like literally years ago. And it's probably the only big word I know. And I'm like, yes, I'm using it. Your 10 year old girl, you was like, that is it. (laughs) Pretty much. That's exactly how it went. It's hard to rhyme with it in a song, but you can say it about a song. Absolutely. (laughs) Incandescent, Santa's present. I don't know. You can, uh, whoa. Hey. Next Whoa, are you a songwriter? (laughs) I mean. Hey, Tegan only writes Christmas songs by herself because the paycheck is much bigger. (laughs) But hey, I I mean, I don't know. You have me convinced. I think I might have to write a song with you. You're welcome. If we're sitting here next Christmas and there's a new Christmas song with that word in it, Melody has some phone calls yes, to make. Yes, I do. My, uh, my people get to your people. My yeah. people being foreman, I don't have any people. No. So. <laughs> this truly was a lot of fun. It I, is. I, I hope you feel like we didn't waste your time. We're just excited to you be playing the song. Couldn't. And we're just excited for everyone to get to know a little bit more about you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for playing my song. Thank you for making me the next breakout artist. Like, when I got the news that day, it was just, it was such a great day. I happy danced around the house. So I really, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful and I'm happy you guys like the song. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy talking with me this morning too. Since last week, uh, my my one ear has just been, you know, ever you've been sick for a month and your head gets all stuffy. And then when the cold's gone, one ear is still stuffy and not only is it stuffy and kind of muffled sounding everything kind of sounds like this we are melody informant in the morning on hot country 1035 with this terrible echo on the side well i have news and an update to share with you that you know after a year and a half being on the doctor uh, family doctor waiting list we got a family doctor And on Friday, as a matter of fact, I was able to call first thing in the morning, right during this show, actually, and get a same-day appointment. Not only that, my ear is not infected. (laughs) It's merely inflamed. (laughs) Yeah. It's inflamed. I have some, some steroid nasal spray to try and get, get rid of it. But otherwise, it's not not serious because of you urging me to go to the doctor and get this dealt with. So what did you maybe delay a little bit too long to go to the doctor and deal with? It's 902-425-1035. Kevin? I seen you. I was at the uh, Tim Hicks concert. Yeah. And uh, you were there, and you were having a good time. But I can't imagine listening to music like you did with that ear problem. Yeah, I don't think that helps. <laughs> when I was younger, um, I uh, was having eye issues, and uh, I went and seen the eye doctor about like getting prescriptions for my glasses, and he's like, well, I think there's something wrong. You need to go get it checked out with another specialist. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Six years down the line, turns out I had a disease called pigment dispersion syndrome, and because I left it that long, it turned into glaucoma. Whoa. Yeah. I'm 30, and I'm 44 now, but I figured it out at 35. So 
I'm bad for that. I don't like going to the doctors either. So it's yeah. the weight times and everything else. I'm not into all that waiting around. So no. I know it's best to try to nip that in the bud right away as soon as you can. Good advice, Kevin. Uh, how about you? Who's this? Hey, guys. Listen. Austin! If this is Austin, what can we do? <laughs> you want to pile on on this too? Oh, yeah. Two years ago now, I was working with a hyper-aggressive dog for training and trying to get it rehabilitated. It actually bit my finger. Ooh. Got in between the joint uh, at the end of my index finger. And... I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's just a bite, so I put a Band-Aid on it, continued on. About two and a half weeks later, started losing uh, movement in it. So I finally went into the doctor, Yeah, had to uh, scrape out the whole joint. Um, I found out that I hadn't had a tetanus shot since 98. <laughs> I was born in 96. Um, and then I had to do a... Big round of antibiotics to get the infection cleared up. Oh, my. Yeah, that's a dog. You know, you know everyone who lets their dog lick their face and lick, you know, lick in their mouth and stuff? Yep. No, it- no, no. <laughs> that's disgusting. Not you. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.